Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. and welcome to Shortcomings, where we shoot the shit about every episode of Sex and the City. I am your host, Samantha Bush, and I am joined by Chris Lewis. Hi, Chris. Hi, how are you? I'm <laughs> good. How are you? I'm well. We just recorded that two-second intro six times, but... We did. We're in a silly mood today, everyone. Silly. We are We talking... are a freak show. Yeah, no, I was just going to say, I was like, we are following the theme of the episode, which is freak show. It should come as no surprise that Chris and I feel a little differently, actually, about this episode. Oh, yeah. But before we get into it, mm-hmm. Sam, we've got a... Well, we don't have a date. We've got a month. we got a month and a year. December. Probably a Friday. Things drop on Fridays, I think, now. Or at least Netflix drops all of its stuff on Friday. Uh, yeah, but HBO Max is a whole different animal. What are we saying? It's going to be a Sunday, obviously. You think? Yeah. I mean, it, origi- will it originally be aired over? on Sunday. Sundays. Will Insecure be done by then? You know, Insecure is always like eight episodes and it starts like next week. So That's true. So we got that cute little trailer for the revival where well, they Well, it wasn't really a month. trailer. It was well, just... it was like, hi, I'm yeah, Sarah Jessica like, Parker. Yeah, it was just like, Sarah Parker on the street. They Can were we cut just some like, footage together? Can we, we got to give them something. That's just what she was thinking. And I support that. I know, I'm looking forward to it. It does seem like they're not finished as they keep posting like we're building new sets. I'm <laughs> Like, there's only 10 episodes long, and they seemingly have been shooting since, like, March? Remember when they were only going to do, like, four episodes? Was it originally only four? Yes. Now it's 10 and potentially season two. And season two. I'm like, damn, they know that we want this. I know. It's going to be huge. Mm -hmm. It really is. I think it's going to be actually really great, because I don't think Sarah Jessica Parker would, like, sign on and half-ass it. Well, she did sign on to the second movie. You know, I knew that was coming. I knew I was stepping into that. But I do appreciate that she's very open, that it's like, while she has never said it's bad, she is very open about the fact that there are some problems there. Yeah. Um, And she refuses to go deeper than that. Right. She acknowledges the criticism. Yeah. Although because, again, and I don't know if we've, I've told the listeners this, all 10 of you. Oh, God. Because I'm trying to not watch further into the show than where we are, mm-hmm. the only Sex and the City that I... In, like we'll watch other than the episode we're talking about is the second movie so i'll just like watch little clips or like i've turned it on like while i'm cleaning my room and i'm like wow 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 between season one and this do i like this show yeah (laughs) why are we here although i don't know she's samantha jones comedy queen oh we get a lot of comedy from our from our girl this episode but the other thing in terms of the sex in the city cinematic universe i wanted to discuss is So obviously we see in the short trailer that aired at the Emmys and you can find online, I wouldn't even call it a trailer, it's like two clips. Right. We know Big and Carrie are living in their second second apartment because we see them in the kitchen. Mm -hmm. But also from all the footage we're seeing, it does seem that Carrie is living also in 
her apartment. Yeah. At, the during the course of these ten episodes. So something has happened with Big. Do we think Carrie is going to date in this? Like, are we going to meet new men for her? Are they going to try to introduce within ten episodes potentially a new love interest? That would I be mean, wild. I wouldn't... I would enjoy seeing her do something. If Big is not in the picture, I would want her to be out there. Do you listen to, um, it's, I cannot remember her co-host's name. It's called, like, The Deep Dive with June, Diane, Raphael, and I think Jessica St. Clair. Oh, I know what you're talking about. I've listened to a couple. Retta was on it this past week, so I love Retta. I don't listen religiously, but when they have a guest who I like, I'll listen, and it's a good podcast. But they were talking about Alexander Petrotsky and how disgusting he is. And they were so, like, in sync. So I'm just asking the listeners, please DM me, all ten of you again. Am I wrong to love Alexander Petrotsky? Because I really do. I know. They were like, how dare... They were genuinely like, how dare they put him on screen? I was like... What? I've never wanted him off my screen. I'm blown away. I know, I was shocked. I meant to text you about it, but then I forgot. It's okay. I enjoyed him and Carrie together. I mean, we'll obviously get there in 74 weeks. million weeks. <laughs> 74 weeks. We shall get there. But, wow. And shout That's out to the people lot. who want us to do more than one episode a week as if anyone wants more chaos. That was so nice. So I had so posted sweet. on my Instagram the Sex and City, like, just like that little clip thing that they did. They were like, oh my God, you guys should do like three episodes a week. I was like, that's so kind. This is our second this week and I'm on my like last leg. Yeah. When Friday comes around, I'm truly just blown away that it's here. I'm like, yeah. but I just did this with we you. just did it. And we're, it's, it's so fun. I mean, what better way to spend 90 minutes, but... I mean, three a week. Uh, woo. Woo. Dealing with me for. I couldn't that do it. Month. Yeah, you. <laughs> it's bad enough when we text on the side. I'm like, there she goes again. As no, my neighbor I... said last night to me. Oh my God, when no, I was please. singing The Power of Love. Yeah, you have to tell this little quick story. I was in a dark place last night okay. and came home and laid on the floor and, while seemingly just texting Sam nonsense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And then she mentioned, like, loving Catherine McPhee. And I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Whoa, whoa, whoa. I said I love David Foster, despite him being But then, oh, no, you said Catherine McPhee has an amazing voice. She does. And I said she has a good voice. And then you mentioned Celine. And that led me to listening to All By Myself, which then transitioned to The Power of Love. That was just Spotify, not me. But then I started singing along with Celine, as one does, you know. And I heard my neighbor say loudly, there he goes again. (laughs) Chris. It was tough. Fearless feedback, as uh, they say at Google, my friend who works there. Oh my god, I'm dead. (laughs) Hearing it, like you texted it to me and I was laughing. But now hearing it... From it, it was your bad. mouth. It, it was, was bad. It's bad. That's really bad. Should we oh get into God. the episode? Yeah, okay, let's get into it. All right, Carrie is the ringmaster and main attraction in a circus of crazy. Charlotte is dating the city's most desirable freak. Samantha explores the world of plastic surgery. And Miranda meets her very own misfit. 
one thing I will say about this episode, which I did not love, mm-hmm. I do think it has perhaps the darkest view of dating the show has um, shown us so far. This idea that everyone is a little bit or very... Full-blown. Nuts. Nuts. Freaks. So let's hear the monologue. Okay, now I was afraid. Apparently, the men in the dating world had devolved since the last time I visited. Maybe Miranda was right. Maybe they should never have outlawed freak shows because at least then the freaks were rounded up in one place. Now they're out there among us, roaming free. Is it true? Are all men freaks? Well, are they? So... You said that you felt that this was the darkest take on dating that we've seen. and So I truly... far in the, like, 15 episodes we've watched. Right. But I just think that that just reflects where Carrie is at emotionally. Like, she's not in a place where she's really, like, mentally and emotionally prepared to, like, find someone. So she's going to go on dates with weirdos. I don't know. We've she's all putting been herself there. out there a lot. Like, last episode we left her, she just realized, I don't know that if I came to the realization I missed my gorgeous, stunning, best man on the planet ex-boyfriend, I would be out in the streets the way she is. I think she's just filling her time. Like, I don't think she's taking these men seriously. Like, I've done that, where I've gone on dates and I'm like, oh, these fucking idiots. But it's someone to grab a drink with and it's fine. Yeah. I wish the show would just have made it our are we all freaks? And ultimately, right, that's where we get towards the end and we'll talk about it. But let's start with um, Miranda, who has the clearest understanding and is kind of resolute in the fact that all men are, in fact, freaks. Mm-hmm. You see, this is why I don't date. The men out there are freaks. Well, that's completely unfair. I'm sorry. If a man is over 30 and single, there's something wrong with him. It's Darwinian. They're being weeded out from propagating the species. Okay, what about us? We're just choosing. I'm getting more shrimp. And she's mostly just the episode's mouthpiece, really. The whole time. Like, she's kind of like, I don't want to say she's like narrating the episode, but she is kind of planting the seeds. She's saying things smarter than Carrie's writing in the column. Are you asking? No, that's just my truth. Oh, your facts? Yeah. Uh, Well, yeah. They should have taken some of what the dialogue they gave Miranda and just made it what Carrie says in the column. So, for Miranda... She says, she's like, I don't go on dates anymore. She's like, I'm done dating. Like well, she we says saw, she we've seen it. her dating. Not this season, though, I guess. Right. Like, not this she's season. post-skipper. I... She can't do it anymore. I don't blame her for that one. But, okay. There is a scene in the beginning of the episode where they're all at the dinner getting shrimp. And Miranda's, like, having this conversation. And I'm not sure if you noticed this, Chris. Carrie is eating and sucking on a half a lemon. And I was appalled. Isn't that like... I don't want to say anything dark. What? Isn't that like a thing Oh, for... oh nope. Yeah. But Chris! Isn't it? I think it is. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just let us down a really dark path. I just thought it was odd. I was like, oh... She's fully eating and sucking on this lemon with the peel on it. I did not notice that. I will say I know my friend's kid, she's really into, like, Lemons. citrus. Okay, moving on. <laughs> so sorry I brought that up. She's a baby, though, so. No, so it's okay. 
<laughs> um, but through Carrie's new bow, she meets Luke, who is um, um, a man who has definite thoughts about Manhattan and leaving it. I like the city. I also happen to like the country. <laughs> this does not make me a freak. Ah, you're obviously not from here. I have to go feed my cat. What'd you think of Luke? Disgusting. I he found was... him so repulsive. I had a hard time thinking, like, just what's up with this guy? <laughs> right? Like, what does he do on, like, a Tuesday? Like, where's he at? What's he up to? I don't know, but he wasn't, like, my kind of guy. Also, who likes strawberry ice cream? Olivia Rodrigo. Ooh. In Malibu. Don't act like we didn't do that shit, too. Well, yeah. I missed that album. But I will say Miranda says while they're walking that she's going to Connecticut and that she likes the country. No, she doesn't. Listen, I don't think Miranda likes it, but she would never allow herself to have that barrier of like, I would never leave the island. Really? Because to me, of the four of them, she seems like the person who would be like, I'm never, I'm never leaving Manhattan. Really? Yeah. I mean, I guess you're right. Of the of those four women, I don't think any of them would be that definitive. Is Miranda Luke? Given how Miranda acted in an episode and back in Take Me Out to the Ball Game, I thought she and Luke mm. could have some curmudgeonly fun together. Yeah. But maybe it was just his like weird leather jacket, like his just whole vibe. Like he just was so serious. And while we're talking about that scene, and because it's mostly right Luke and Miranda talking with mm-hmm. Ben and Carrie in the background... Notice the two different acting choices if you go back and watch that scene of Ben and whoever the actor is who plays Ben and Sarah Jessica Parker. Sarah Jessica Parker is acting and reacting to their conversation. Ben is walking. The actor has made the choice as if he is in like another world he's just, and has yeah, he's no just concept that there are two people in front of him. He's like, okay. da 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 It's like, it's just funny to watch their two choices and how they're not talking to each other right like it's not like they're like oh let's have let's have us mutter in the background so it seems like we're speaking to each other but it was like this is two people on different sides of what this scene is supposed to mean well one is unhinged carrie the I, other no, one I is think very she's, nice you and should normal. be listening yeah but she's like analyzing and everything. he's like he's just like oh there's a bird over there i wish I. Could oh wait i just saw three ducks We'll get to Ben. Ben is like my everything. Okay. Well, we're then we're definitely gonna get to Ben. Let's get into so that wraps up Miranda, who really is the I think has the least of the four storylines. Um let's get into Queen Sam, Queen Samantha. Okay. Who the episode opens with, she's on a date with Harrison. Mm -hmm. They go back to his apartment and he clocks that Samantha is older and i by the way i did the math he chooses the right age right perhaps you don't need to mention anyone's age right before you have sex with them no and he's like well i like older women and i she was like whoa and then he (laughs) samantha excuses herself and she comes back and and he's rigged himself up i'm over here There, next to his Brooks Brothers suits, was the world's smallest cedar-lined den of iniquity. Slap me. You've got to be kidding. Oh, come on. 
slap me hard. Apparently, the view left a little to be desired. What'd you think of Harrison? He's in that goddamn contraption. How long was she in the bathroom? How do you get yourself in that thing? How do you get out? Is it it's normal like it would be in a closet? Like, what were they really going to do? Like, Samantha couldn't fit in that closet with him. He wanted her to slap him and stuff. Yes, but like, like were they him. going to have sex while he was in that contraption? Or was that just maybe, the foreplay? Maybe the, just the foreplay, and that's what Harrison is into. He's into being slapped. No, did you think that, you know, Samantha obviously comes out of the bathroom, and the way the scene is played is, is that she hears something. Right, and he's like, come over here. No, but also she hears that music, I think. Do you think in oh, the scene sexy. he put on I'm Too Sexy? I pray he did. Harrison is a mess. Harrison! I'm kind of into it. I know, he's kind of fun. He's kind of a fun time. He's like, slap me, slap me hard. I know, and she's Actually, just like... he doesn't really say it as a growl. He's almost no. just like, come on. Let's... He's, <laughs> he's like, like this is go. fun. <laughs> let's go. She is sick over this. She was literally like, what do you want me to do? You call me old and now you want me to slap you and you've got chains all around your body? Do you think he, she would have been more into it had he not said the old thing? Yeah, probably. I think she would have been like, all right, get over here, big boy. Yeah. <laughs> no, really. I, I think if he didn't insult her uh, before, but he was very matter of fact about it. Like he was just like, you're an older woman. Like, there's nothing wrong with it. It's not like he ever said to her, like, you look And he said, busted. you look pretty fresh to me. I was like, go, Harrison. <laughs> and then he wanted to keep the night going. Yeah. But this spurs Samantha to decide that she wants plastic surgery. Um, she's going to get the fat from her ass injected into her face. You've got to be kidding. It's sitting in a fat repository in Queens as we speak. And in three days, it will be in my face and I will look fabulous. I can't believe this. We spend our lives trying to hide the fat in our ass and you're going to put it right out there on your face? I just have to wear this girdle for a week to keep my skin tight. I want to be very clear. I have no problem with plastic surgery. When you hear what they're doing, though, it is like, what? Right. Like, I don't want the fat from my ass anywhere other oh. than my ass. No, well, this seed got planted by Monica on the street. She looked who, great. Samantha she looked fresh-faced look, and dewy. Yeah, she was like, you look amazing. And she was like, she just kept repeating, the fat from my ass is in my face. The fat from my ass is in my face. And then... Now, all of a sudden, Samantha's at the doctor. She's got lines drawn all over her body, her face. Now, I am someone who's like, listen, if wait, you wait, get but before you surgery, go there, what? she also says when she's telling the girls that she had sex with a New York Nick or Yankee or something with her girdle on. Oh, I was like, good for you. Like, she can't take the girdle off, so she just, like, poked a hole in it. Yeah, to pee. And for other things. Yeah, but wouldn't the hole for peeing... How big was the hole? I just wish we'd seen the hole, because I... The hole to pee wouldn't necessarily need to be as large as the hole, depending on the man. No, I think your hole to the pee, pee, hole to pee should be large. Okay. I just wish we'd seen... I wish we'd seen the hole. Well, because... Okay, I... <laughs> so sorry to even talk about this right now but i think when men pee it's just like a straight like straight thin line of piss when girls pee it's like it can be a little different all right well i, I would not know i'm just letting you know so yeah so the hole for the pee is probably the size of a dick 
but I did just, I thought that was fun. And I love when Charlotte was just like, put your skirt down. Yeah, she was like, please don't do this right like, now. Just, I don't, put your skirt down. I don't want to see that. Yeah, but I like when they're all in Carrie's apartment and they're all like just hanging. Carrie opens that scene by saying, mm-hmm. Samantha called us all together. It's like, she called you all to your apartment mm-hmm. because that's the set that's built. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, because they all have really nice apartments. Not saying Carrie's isn't nice, but just... It's a gorgeous apartment. It's a dream apartment of many women who've moved to New York City. Many women right. and gay men have wanted that apartment. But, but just... of the four... Right. Actually, no, we've only seen Samantha's, like, red boudoir apart- Ugh, bedroom with that, that bedroom. fucking phone. I hate that phone. But I do love when she moves to the meatpacking district. And she has the really great bed. Oh, yes. Oh, and that whole... Yeah, we get yeah, some problematic. Yeah, I'm not looking forward to talking to that. I thought that <laughs> yeah, episode. We, okay. Um, <laughs> glad we're on the same page. So she ends up going to the doctor. She has this consultation. Mm-hmm. And he is not only telling her what she should get done now, but like in 10 years. I thought this doctor needed to be taken into a field and shot. Yeah. And I know that's not very politically correct and, you know. Yeah. But I would have strangled him. He like in marks that room. up her belly button and her body, and I was like, "What the fuck?" And do you think they still do that? I mean, that was a big thing if you ever watched that Ryan Murphy show, Nip Tuck. They were always like oh, writing on people's Dr. bodies. Doctor Nine Hundred Two One Zero. What is that? Oh, that was like the reality show on E. Um, oh, with the doctor I watched. Um, I was e. more into the Swan. Oh God, which was mm-hmm. as problematic as they come. Or it was like um, Beauty and the Geek. Remember that one? Wow, we really like Joe we Millionaire. Really... We've watched every shitty reality show. <laughs> Freak Beauty and the Geek literally had like five episodes, I think. And I was a huge fan. <laughs> and even Fox was like, we can't air this anymore. No, they're like, we gotta scrub it from the archives. Like no one can find this show. But Ugh. ultimately, right, Samantha looks into the mirror, she looks a bit like a clown, tying us into the circus theme. Mm-hmm. But I did not like this. No. Okay, so I do appreciate the fact that it lays that the track that Samantha is a bit concerned about her age, that she's a little bit older than her three best friends. And I think that's a natural thing for anyone to feel Mm -hmm. and is certainly more societal than internal. And Mm -hmm. ultimately, I like that she conquers that by um, the end of the show and certainly by the next two movies. And that would make you... I'm 40 fucking five. I have nothing to hide. And then maybe she conquered it fully by just saying, I don't want to hang out with you bitches anymore. I'm going to find new 30-year-olds. Yeah, she probably did. She's probably hanging out with that girl. She did her... Emily and Perry? <laughs> no. Uh, never mind. Jenny Breyer. Oh, her yeah. Her birthday. I'm like, she's probably hanging out with Jenny and her friends. Isn't that someone like who's somewhat famous now? Oh, the actress? Yes, it's someone, it's oh. like she was on Two Broke Girls. It's that actress. Oh, you're right, Cat something, Kat right? Cat Dennings? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. But the body. The body thing is insane. Insane. There is nothing to mark up on that woman. No. And I was just disappointed. Because again, we've talked about it on this podcast before, but like this idea that Samantha is this insecure person, I just don't love and i'm totally get later on in the show when she wants to augment her breasts yeah but her body's amazing oh her body is sick like it's sick. i will say that they lay also it says sam had her first big mac mm-hmm. 
and later when she's doing that photo shoot. The relationship with Mickey D's. Oh, Sex in the City. They love McDonald's over there. Love. To be played as sophisticated New York women. They're like eating McDonald's all the time. Yeah. Um, but later, I think it's season four or five when she does the nude photo shoot. Oh, and the guy, the photographer originally isn't kind of that into her photos. Like, he's not, like, lusting after her. So she mm. orders McDonald's. And I think, Samantha, she, this is her gateway drug. She had her first Big Mac in this episode. And I think she'll mention McDonald's two or three more times throughout the season. Yeah. She couldn't stop once she got that secret sauce. She's a, she's a Mickey D's gal. She loves yeah. it. Let's get into Shar Shar. Okay. Because I do believe i watched this episode actually shortly after we recorded the last one on monday night mm -hmm. and you revealed something in that episode and i don't know if you would like to remind the listeners I would love but to. i will that you don't love someone going down south i don't love it like we have discussed last so week for us I... to have that conversation and then for me to turn this episode on and to meet mitchell sailor <laughs> when he was sucking on that oyster. Okay. I was sick. Charlotte runs over and says, I've met a new man, Mitchell Saylor. And truly, she just met him. But she likes him enough that Carrie says in monologue that when Charlotte says someone's full name, that's how you know she really likes them. Yeah. And I did think it was hilarious that Samantha, who has not enjoyed Mr. Pussy, is like, oh, Mr. Pussy? He's Mr. Pussy. Mr. Who? Suddenly, Charlotte's monogram towels were looking very different. He's renowned. He loves going down on women. He's so cute to be so nasty. That's disgusting. I told you there'd be something. He's a legend. He's just amazing at eating pussy. Would you please just stop calling it that? Oh, fine. Going down, giving head. Eating out? Never understood that. Shouldn't it be eating it? Stop in? it. Stop it. Stop it. Then an anonymous woman just comes out of a stall she, and is like, oh, Mr. Pussy. I've never seen Samantha so excited to talk she to someone like, about mm, something. Mm, she, like, sat up on that sink and she was like, girl, he's called Mr. Pussy. And Carrie's response to me, he's so cute to be so nasty. Is this not woman not a sex columnist? Do we really need to be saying that nasty? Come on. I don't think she meant it like that. I think she was just like... For someone who's like so sexual, he doesn't give off that pers that energy like a like a big. They truly left the bathroom and he was licking okay. down an oyster in public, staring directly at them. Well, in that moment, they didn't know that he was like really this guy, so they were just thinking like, oh, he looks kind of like a little dork. And then they were walking out of the bathroom, and he was sucking that oyster. <laughs> Sucking and he licking. was making me laugh, that actor. He was giving it his all. And I don't know what the audition for that role was like because he only has two lines. Just relax, relax. Other than that, he's just yeah. licking things. Do you think they paraded actors in with various foods and were like, get to work, buddy, and let us see what you get? Yeah. And if they did, they picked the right guy because he was, he was, he fantastic. did it well. <laughs> He's Mr. Pussy for a reason. But I did like that this storyline brought in two things that, um, well, we'd actually already seen one comic sex montage, which will become much more popular and prevalent that I don't think they were really doing in season one. We saw the one with, in the first episode with Samantha and James when she's coaching him. Right. 
But then I really enjoyed the montage of Charlotte enjoying Mitchell she, and his skills. She enjoyed she enjoyed that little Mr. Pussy. Oh God! Oh God! <sighs> that night, Charlotte saw God seven times. For a lapsed Episcopalian, it was a very good Friday. If Mitch was a freak, Charlotte was ready to run away and join the circus. But what did you think of the visual cuts, though, to play up his skills? Because at one point, it. right, he's going down on her, mm -hmm. and then it cuts to the park, and there's a there's a man blowing fire, obviously, meant to presume that Charlotte's coming. Mm -hmm. But then it cuts to them sitting in that restaurant, and the opening shot is a waiter holding a bunch of papaya. Wet moist fruits and I screamed I was like oh wow they really went for that joke yeah they were like get the papaya now get the fruit that looks the most like a, a pussy, pussy. <laughs> yeah. and again I'd love to have been the set decorator for that who was like oh no that one's not good enough oh that one's really good but may could we paint it yeah <laughs> could we paint it? oh my god I I enjoyed seeing Charlotte with Mr. Pussy I did. It when made he me was laugh. Licking those figs when she was trying to talk to him about like what camp did you go to? Okay, well we kind of glazed over the fact that she would, they were all at Carrie's apartment. She was like, I really like Mitchell Sailor. And they were like, Do you even know anything about him? Do you talk to him? And I did like Samantha's line of Do you guys even fuck? Like they're just doing that. Right, like he's just going down. I would hate that. Mitchell sounds like my worst nightmare. If he eats my ass, he's a bottom feeder, to quote Meg the Stallion. Oh my god. <laughs> but Charlotte can't connect with him. He doesn't no. speak. He doesn't he's speak. Just to cut over to him, just shoving it. I'm, I'm truly laughing at just the memory of it. It's wild. He's solely just relying on the fact he likes to eat pussy is kind of amazing. It's a bit iconic, I fear. <sighs> mm hmm I mean... Mr. Pussy, I'm putting him up there with Amelita Amalfi, Tommy no, the Doorman. You're not doing that. I'm not As someone it. I want to spend, Mr. Marvelous, I want to spend off of Mr. Pussy. No, I'm not allowing An you NBC comedy to coming to you this fall. I'm not allowing that. I'd, I'd love I to reject. see it. I reject. Remember there was Mr. that Pussy. show on HBO that would come later called like, was it called Just Hung? Yeah. And it was about a man with a big dick? It was filmed in Detroit, yeah. Why can't we just have a show called Mr. Pussy? And if we could make a whole show predicated on a man with a big dick. You're truly unhinged. Right? I, you are just literally hurling dick and pussy at my eardrums left and right. I'm just saying, I why feel, not? I feel HBO would throw anything on the air back then. They would, but Mr. Pussy, he couldn't, he doesn't have the charisma the, to carry a show. Well, look, I believe that Hung show only lasted about two seasons. I think we would have gotten three or four out of Mr. Pussy! Exclamation point. No. <laughs> okay. No. We're done with Mr. Pussy. Wrap it up. So let's get into old CB. Yeah. So we know from the last episode that she's struggling with her feelings for Big, as she will forever. But <laughs> she's putting herself out there, but with all kinds of wrong men. So she's going on a series of bad dates 
okay, I do think the main reasons I dislike this episode, yeah, that fucking me. circus music was driving me insane. Oh, it's very scary, actually. It was, like, very it's haunting. scary. It's too loud. Yeah. It's also similar. Like, I wish it had been different. So I was like, oh, God, not again. I don't want to hear it again. Yeah. It was like I also don't think Sarah Jessica Parker is that into it. So she, her line readings are so like, the man with no soul. <laughs> it's her most dead-eyed line reading. She's like, I'm not doing this. <laughs> no, you're so right. It is. She's just like, the man who steals books for no reason. <laughs> if you had to go on a date with one of those men, the man with no soul, the man with two faces, he has anger issues at the movie theater, mm-hmm. and the man who steals used books for no reason, who are you picking? The last guy. The one stealing used books. I'd go with the man with no soul. You know, I'm a movie lover. He doesn't even give a shit about movies. And he wants to be rich. No, but he doesn't care about movies. He said that he would sell toilets if it meant it would make him a million dollars. Yeah, but then maybe he'll have that million dollars and he'll share it with me. <laughs> okay. The man who steals used books is a freak. They're all freaks. That's the know. point of this episode. I did like the man behind the man with two faces. Thought he was cute. Oh, the one that was leaning in a little too much for Yeah, who got yelled at. <laughs> yeah, poor guy. And you know what would have been, again, a fun callback? Doesn't Charlotte later date a man with anger issues who, like, punches yes. someone in a bar? Yes. They should have had that actor come back and then date Charlotte. He's not... Like, physically. That's true. Because the whole point of that guy is that he's, like, he's a like white knight. hot. And like he was not hot. He was, like, a milk toast. Listen, dumb, he's dumb. not hot, but, like, he's got a nice, like, physique. A nice build. Oh, my God. Well, whatever. Whatever. We get to Ben, my king. Carrie is sitting in front of the Bethesda Fountain, which is one of my favorite New York places. And the fountain represents cleansing and healing. Mm-hmm. And then she meets Ben. Quite literally the opposite of being cleansed or healed. We need to talk about Ben. Rough night. Bad date. Been there. (laughs) He was a kleptomaniac. Last month I went out with a woman who slept with her shoes on. (laughs) Hi, Carrie. Ben. I was instantly attracted, but I was pretty sure I could feel webs between his fingers. Let's talk about Ben. I'm prepared to talk about Mr. Ben. What's the problem? Disgusting. Disgusting? Upsetting, no chemistry, whack, Are dull. you serious? He wants what Bradley Migos got. You're doing that to me on purpose because you know I'm No, I genuinely watched this episode and Bradley. was like, I think that this man wants what Bradley Migo has. And he ain't got it. There's a reason you don't see any listicle articles listing Ben. Okay, I love Ben. I thought he was super cute. He was reading a book, drinking coffee. He has nice floppy hair and glasses. He's super cute. They have nice chemistry. I They have no they... chemistry. I disagree. I disagree. I think that they have chemistry. In case you don't know who Dr. Bradley Migo is, he's the good on paper guy from the Hamptons party we'll meet later who this hate, season. Who I hate. Hate. Love Dr. Bradley Migo and his little furry nipples. <laughs> he does have furry nipples. No shade to anybody with furry nipples. We all, Love us em. girls, we all gotta pluck our stray hairs randomly. Anyways. But Carrie is it's sadly instantly attracted to this 
Skipper 2.0 looking guy. I, I can't handle it. Like, you seriously are being so disrespectful to Ben. <laughs> disrespectful? Yes, you're being disrespectful. You're calling ben. him. You're calling Skipper him 2.0. Skipper 2.0. You yes. know how I feel. You are doing this on purpose. You know how. That I... we can build him whiter, more boring, more disgusting. I don't think he's boring. He has a Tweety tattoo. I wanted to jump through the screen and rip off his arm and beat him with it. <laughs> When he showed that little Tweety Bird tattoo, I like. I thought, he... does the actor have that? And we can't like, we couldn't have worked with anything better. Who the fuck decided Tweety Bird? I don't know, but I thought it was cute and sweet and goofy, and I like that they like went on their date and then they. He does match her, her cynicism, her. right? Like he thinks women are freaks. Right. Harry like... tells a weird story about seeing obese twins. Right. I was like, Carrie, shut the fuck up. I know, that was weird. She was like, I saw the world's fattest twins at a fair. It's like, they were both married. And he was like, okay. I don't think Sarah Jessica Parker cared about this episode at all. I would wager if we ever get her on this podcast and asked her what her least favorite episode was, it might be this one. Okay. Because she's just not really given it. She was tired this day this, when they were shooting. Like, she was just not, her heart wasn't in it, but that's fine. Ben's heart was in it. Because Ben gave us a performance. Maybe I'm projecting too much. Maybe I would like to have a man in my life be like, oh my God, I have to go to a soccer game, but you stay here and I'll be right back. I'd be like... Before we get there, I did want to talk to one about one thing. You know when they're walking in the park with Luke? Yeah. And it's at one point Carrie and Miranda go off to the side right before Miranda leaves. Mm-hmm. And Miranda says, if his friend's crazy, he's crazy. By the way, if Luke is a freak, Ben is bound to be a freak too. You can tell everything about a person by who their friends are. God, I hope not. But I think it's because she's thinking, I don't want Ben to think I'm like Miranda. I didn't get that at all. Because she kind of then looks over at him. I was just like, I think that we're meant to believe that she doesn't want to come off as, like, terse as Miranda. Yeah. Now that you say it, now I'm like, okay, I, I can see that. But when I was watching it, I didn't think that. I, when I watched it the first time, I was like, oh, she's obviously worried that Ben won't be a freak. But then it cuts to Ben, and I was like, oh, wait, no, I think the camera is telling us she's talking, she doesn't want to be seen as someone like Miranda, right. which is LOLs, Carrie. LOLs. <laughs> so fucking rude. Yeah, but then they did that really cute romantic, like, close-up of Ben, like, looking all cute. You know what Ben is? Ben is like a golden retriever. Ben is Skipper 2.0. I refuse to accept that slander. He's Skipper 2.0. He's burger light. Anyways, they bone. So they go to his apartment. Piece of shit. His apartment was beautiful. Are you okay? Okay. I have personally never felt so upset by a man on this show so far. <laughs> but then she goes a digging. Carrie. Oh! What the hell are you doing? I don't know. I can't explain it. I... I guess I was... looking for something. Something? Something... freaky. Now, we talked about this earlier, actually, in this podcast, where I think it's a man leaves Miranda in his apartment, and you said that's, like, a thing men do. It's insane 
to do. It's the thing men do. I think it is so weird to just say like, I'll be right back or I'll see you later or let yourself out. It's like, no, you need to leave with me and I'm locking the door behind me. No, it's a thing men do and I don't know why, but they do it. They'll be like, like when I was dating that guy last year, he would be like, okay, I'm going to go play tennis, but I'll be back. And then he actually ended up breaking up with me because I didn't play tennis. I would have said, you can go sit in a coffee shop. Like he would like leave keys Once out. you're together, it's fine. Yeah. But this is the first time they've slept together. Honestly, you douchebag Ben, you shouldn't be surprised she's going through your shit. You're out of your fucking mind this morning. If you, you leave really a person are. in, you have literally told me you ransacked through men's apartments. I know I haven't ransacked. I opened up a desk drawer a time or two. I wasn't ransacking. The way Carrie was. I mean, she was really like going she through She was chain smoking. <laughs> in his shirt. She looked great in that green oh, shirt. Oh no, that was my favorite fashion moment of the episode. And she's smo- she's ripping cigs. Ripping. And just like truly running his apartment through. Like, like mm-hmm. fucking the FBI looking for coke. Yeah. Like she's in, so she finds this box. Then she gets a letter opener and is truly stabbing at the box. <laughs> I did think it was she- funny that he just slides the cover off it's like well carrie it did seem quite easy to open it did she was giving it her you know in this she was a little sleepy this episode but in this scene specifically she really brought it she brought the manic vibes we really needed we really needed because she would literally that one part where she's just got both hands on the box stabbing it and just the cigarette just held in her mouth she was doing some good cigarette acting great cigarette work and so he comes back finds her standing on the bed Siggy in hand. I would be so embarrassed. I would have like jumped out the window. Oh, I would have been like, bye. She like sits and is like, I think I should go. And she pauses a beat, hoping that he'll stay, you can stay. Yeah. I would never have gotten there. There's a good chance I would have like, he would have seen like a Chris shaped hole in his wall. (laughs) Like cool. That's how fast I would have tried to get the fuck out of there. (laughs) Much like the Looney Tunes character, because apparently Ben fucking loves the Looney Tunes. I would have tried to run through a wall. I think in that moment, she was hoping that he would accept her for the freak that she is. And Yes, which like, takes us into the monologue. He's where like, she, absolutely not. Get the fuck out. Yeah. And so in the end, she's hoping someone one day will find a freak like her. Mm-hmm. And she does. That was a day I came face to face with my freak. The frightening woman whose fear ate her sanity. The truth is, it isn't just the men. It's all of us. Anyone who's single in Manhattan gets a little freaked out from time to time. But we keep trying, because you have to figure, if the world's fattest twins can find love, there's hope for all of us. Somewhere out there is another little freak who will love us, understand us, and kiss our three heads and make it all better. And in the meantime, we always have Manhattan. We'll see. Hopefully she does in the revival. So what did you think of this episode? What are you rating it? Three. Wow. Honestly, no, I'm going to have to give it a one. Wow. I really did not care for this episode. No, that's not fair. Okay. I'm giving it a three for Mr. Pussy. He really held it down. What about you? I give it a five. Yeah, so see, you didn't like it that much. I didn't like it that much, but I still liked it. Yeah. I liked Ben. 
I really liked Mr. Pussy, and I really enjoyed Mr. Pussy. That That's it. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. Because even Samantha didn't really have that much going on, sadly. No. I mean, Harrison kind of brought it as well. That's true. So speaking of Harrison, who are, you, who are you sleeping with this episode? You've got Harrison, Mitchell Saylor, Luke, Carrie's three dates, and Tweety Bird over there. <laughs> I, want, I, I choose Ben. I love him. Mitchell Saylor all day, every day. Yeah, you love Mr. Pussy. <laughs> it's just really, he's making me laugh. I have no hot takes on this episode other than I don't want to watch an episode of Sex and the City that doesn't have big in it. Your hot take was just the whole time we were recapping this episode. Like, the entire... I came in hot for a 10.30 a.m. You came in hot. The way you were using the words dick and pussy so loosely. Well, don't say that too much, because there's a good chance I'll cut a lot of that. I don't think so. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, Fashion-wise, I have to say my favorite look was Carrie's loungewear when, Char- when they all come over, and she's wearing, like, a crimson top and then those rainbow leggings. I thought she looked cute. So cute. I like. that. I thought that. she looked insane when she met Ben at the Bethesda Fountain. She looked like a bag lady. No, that skirt was upsetting. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck is this? What am I looking at? What am I laying my eyes upon? I personally, I know this is going to sound really fucking lame and basic, but I love Ben's shirt on Carrie. (laughs) Just love my king, Ben. This is your Capote Duncan. It is. (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) Except Capote Duncan was a true star, king, icon, legend sex symbol for all time again i'm going to do some research i have never seen one mention of ben in any like top rankings of sex i'm doing it as well (sighs) what an episode what an episode we're getting into it season two the next one's a good one yes so much for listening we hope you'll join us again next week for our recap of the season two episode four they shoot single people don't they one of my favorite movies they shoot horses don't they also a great episode of gilmore girls also has that title make sure you subscribe rate and review shortcomings wherever you listen to podcasts and check out the other podcasts from the dip tv watch repeat pop chaser slut pig podcast but now we said it and of course hot off the mess and you can follow us online. I'm at clewis1219 on Instagram. Sam, where are you? I am at Bravo Historian on Instagram. I'm at TakeYourSoft on Twitter. Find us there. Find us. We'll see you next week. Right, bye. This is your summer. That means Six Flags and the taste of an ice-cold Coca-Cola. We're talking thrilling coasters, amazing animal attractions, and this. Coke is summer refreshment, so you can hop on another ride, like the all-new Sidewinder Safari. Six Flags and Coca-Cola. Come make it yours. Visit SixFlags.com Coke to save up to $20 off passes or daily tickets starting at $39.99. At Progressive, we know there's nothing like the feeling of riding a motorcycle with your crew on the open road. It's a primal, wild freedom. A feeling that would be impossible to recreate on the radio. Until now. Hit it, sound effects guy. Hmm, no. You know, we really lost our...
just a stride at the end there. Get 24-7 roadside assistance with Progressive, America's number one motorcycle insurer. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Roadside assistance subject to policy terms and limits and may require comprehensive coverage.